Turn up Newcastle's best Live and free Triple M's This is our podcast. It's reminded me, first time I heard that intro, because we always laugh about that we get up and we get dressed. Mm. It reminded me of what I explained to you on the show about how I was dressed and brought shame upon the show. Mm, you're going to have to hang around and have a listen to that. <sighs> Very embarrassing. Yeah. I'm sorry, Tanya. You, yeah. Well, I'm still not over it. <laughs> and I don't believe half of Carrington is either. Um, but hang around, you'll find out that and a whole bunch Look more. Look away, everyone. I'm hideous. <laughs> on today's podcast. Welcome to the last day of summer. Oh, no, it'll be three degrees tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> because the weather looks at the calendar and went, well, that's it for us then. Yeah. Time to be cold. Yeah, it's crazy, it's isn't it? It's hotter this week at the end of summer, isn't I it? Know. <laughs> Do you know I remember? Because my birthday's coming up. Yeah, we know. <laughs> it starts, right? Yes. It is coming up, thank you, Tanya. Coming up in ten days. Ten your fist. So I forgot you... about that. I'm not prepared. So that's like the seven... Ten. Eight, ten. The right ten. What did I just say? Oh. Ten days. Yeah. Oh. Okay, it's the 28th of February. Okay, 10th of March. I'm so, writing that down, Steve. No, but my point is, mm. when I was a kid, the 10th of March, my birthday was always a bit cold. Right. I remember it being cold. Do you really? I do. Yep. Um, but now... And that was because you were poor. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> now, now that's that, true. Now that you, you know, drive Bentley and uh, you radio star with an OAM, <laughs> yeah. uh, life's just warm all the time. Okay, is that what it is? Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He's right, you know. Yeah. I didn't ever have cake with candles. No. I had to make a list of all my friends with birthdays, run around to their house and blow out their candles. Oh. <laughs> What Too poor to buy candles. Is poor. Wish was. I was rich enough to have friends. <laughs> That's also poor. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I, it, look, it has changed. Yeah. But you know what I always say? And I'm not anti-climate change at all, don't get me wrong, but I always love it because you'll hear it every time. Yep. It's the hottest day we've had since 1910. What was it then? <laughs> uh, it wasn't climate change. Well, what was it then? Because we had a hot day the same in 1910. <laughs> Never mind about that, Steve. Move along. Nothing we see here. Because no one ever answers it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't go down this road. You, you, you're starting to sound like another radio station in Newcastle that I call Cranky Old Man Station. Oh, and that's all yeah. they talk about. And that's the problem with the change. world. The moment you ever had a revenue, you're just older than a dinosaur. <laughs> no, you need to listen to them because it oh, is really? all old men now. Yeah, all old men banging on about climate change. Hey, we're going to end up. <laughs> I've already got the first three questions lined up with it when we start our show on that station. Perfect. <laughs> what about those bloody foreigners? Call cool now. <laughs> Taking our jobs. Oh, my God. You'll I think that's it right in. Number oh, two. It worked out, mate. <laughs> first ten questions. I know. But it's yeah. true, isn't it, though? Like, like, if you say anything now that it goes against them, anything, mm. it, no one ever discusses anything anymore. No. They just abuse label. each other. Just label. No one's yeah. listening. Mm. They're just all telling. Yeah. Anyway... No answers. What was it then? <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> All right, we're away. Nothing. For the last day of summer, Tuesday, the Call 28th of February. <laughs> Tenure and Steve. Triple M. Morning, everyone. On the line. What did you see today, matey? Well, I don't know whether you guys saw the story. They were making a big deal of it on the weekend when Russell Crowe turned up to a Melbourne restaurant. Oh, yeah. With his girlfriend, Brittany Oh, oh for the daughter. Yeah, <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, she's she's like 30 years younger than him. Anyway, they turned up to this restaurant and they weren't allowed in uh, because they had um, athleisure gear in mm, on. Mm. Athleisure. Do you uh, love is that, that what, word? Seriously, is that what it is now? Yeah. Athleisure. Athleisure. athleisure, athleisure. So that's the new word for active wear, is it? Yeah, athleisure. I'm not afraid of will. People um, are going to be able to say that. Yeah, I know. So they didn't meet the smart casual policy, which uh-huh. bans beach attire, athleisure, yoga pants, tank tops and flip-flops. So Russell... Being Russell, yeah. Um, I was gonna, you know what I mean. Like yeah. people would expect him to go off. He didn't. He just politely declined and and wandered away. Yep. Now there's been a lot of blowback to the restaurant. So Mr Miyagi has come out today. Mr Miyagi, his, was that's it? his name. Fake name. Yeah. Fake. Uh, Mr Miyagi. Hey? <laughs> that's the name of the restaurant. I bet he said to Russell, "You will begin a luck." <laughs> he said, "Dear Russell, during your last visit, it seems we got off on the wrong foot. After much reflection on what occurred, we've made a permanent change to our dress re- dress code, and we'd love to welcome you in the future." You wouldn't go back, would you? Nah. Would you go back if you were turned out? Mm. No. Maybe if they gave free meal. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah. I mean, you know, I always thought those days were gone now. You know, like, because you tell people in the 80s that if you went to a pub and a pair of jeans, right, mm. you spent 100 bucks for a pair of jeans. Yeah. Cool. You try to get into a nightclub later in that same pair of jeans and the bouncers wouldn't let you in. Is that wear right? slacks. See, girls can Get wear your pants anything. on, mate. No jeans. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? And the girls, you're right. We and the can, girls, yeah. And we've always been able to wear anything. I always love, and you just said it then, flip flops, you know, thongs, right? I always love that, you know, I wear a pair of thongs, which I have today. I've got my, what is it? Athleisure gear on. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Steve, thongs, right? And then Jenny walks in with open show shoes. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, I know. Isn't that odd? Yeah. Yeah, it's always been quite sexist the way we. Sexist, we, that's we, it. Thank you, Jenny. <laughs> we look Let's at go dress coats. But it is odd, isn't it? Yeah. Would I go back, though? Probably not. Nah. Would you? No, Russell can choose from any restaurant on the planet. What, what if Mr. Miyagi says, I'll give you a $100 voucher? I think Russell <laughs> would <laughs> just leave, not even pick that up if he fell over at Rise. What happens if he says, I'll, I'll you pay for all your drinks or not? Uh, or oh, I'm back. I'm there. Tina and I just strolled back immediately then. I just want you to go back to Mr. Miyagi's. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I reckon I'd say, I'll tell you what, mate, you teach me karate and that bloody swan thing at the end. <laughs> exactly. Is that really his name? <laughs> Mr. Miyagi. I think it's Pelican, isn't it? No, Tina, it's a swan <laughs> <laughs> no, trust me, uh, and it's a no such thing. It's a made-up move. Is it? Yeah. Oh. But, I mean, We're talking Karate Kid, everyone. Karate Kid. They're I'm sure most people know, mate, unless yeah. they're uh, <laughs> over, over 70. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's a swan thing. Uh, yeah, because the pelican never worked. Oh. Yeah, that pelican is just when you try and eat them <laughs> and put them in your bill. <laughs> hey, here's a quickie, and I thought of you and I straight away, mate. Not so much that this might be our go-to, but we are known on radio for uh, championing something we want to come to Newcastle, Mm -hmm. like we did Costco. Well, here's another thing we can champion that we won't go to. What? (laughs) They're going to open up a bunch of Wendy's here, right? So all the Wendy's, not just Newcastle and Australia, Wendy's have never had a crack here, but they'll have a go. And if you haven't been to America, Wendy's is just another burger chain, food chain. But I did it straight away. I went, oh, look at that. Oh, that's fantastic. Tenny and I will go once and never again. <laughs> Just like if they brought Ikea here or when they brought Costco and we told everyone how good it was and went once. Taco Bells. <laughs> Taco Bell. <laughs> we do. I know. It's a thing of ours. We champion. Yeah. We go and go, oh, I'm done with that now. <laughs> it's Tenny and Steve. It's Triple M. Start your day off with Tenny and Steve and save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. Turn it up, loud Here is the recorder stylings of tea, Wilkes. That wasn't very good. I honestly didn't think this segment could get any worse. Tenure and Steve's Rock and Roll.
moment to go. Tanya gave us the heads up. Her birthday is not far away and I've decided to get you a trumpet. Wow. Recorder's got to be buried. It's trumpet time. Do you know they, they're selling them at Aldi at the moment? They're selling trumpets at Aldi? Oh, no. And clarinets. Where do you think I'm getting it from? A music store? <laughs> Forget it. How weird's that though? I oh, know. Wow. Yeah, they're in the centre Isle of Dreams. Hooray, the Isle of Dreams. Yeah. You notice Cole's trying to do an Isle of Dreams? Yeah. The little sneaky Isle yeah. of Dreams. Nah, it's not the same. Same, not plays a song on the recorder. <laughs> if you guess what it is, you can score tickets today to the Smashing Pumpkins. All right, they're coming down under. In fact, just to the um, Entertainment Centre, not far so off. So good. You know they've changed the, the date. Have they changed the date on our April sheet? 19th. No, it says it's here? not. No. They've changed the date. Have oh, they? have they? I'll look it up. They've okay. moved the date to April 29, which You're is right. even better. Ten days later. Yeah, which is even better for Newcastle because it's a Saturday night. There you go. And the reason they did that is they added a Horden Pavilion show to the 19th. Right. Um, in Sydney. So ours is now the 29th. Isn't that right, Risey? Um, I'll take your word for it, Tanya. Well, it is, unless I dreamt it. Uh, well, I'm just seeing here online that the world is a vampire 19th, 19th of April. Yeah. So, um, Tanya? Tanya? <laughs> Did I dream about the world is a vampire last night? Tanya, there's a little thing we like to do, so we're not like all other shows. It's called Fact Check. I'm sure it's changed. Well, I'll tell you what. I've dreamt it. You rock up on the 29th and enjoy. Come on, will... now, I'm fr- now I'm freaking out. Well, this is on the um, Music Festivals Australia website. Jace. That's funny. Tanya's <laughs> freaking out, like as if people listen to us <laughs> and trust us. Either way, you got tickets. Well, we're going to give you tickets to the World is a Vampire show. It's going to be amazing. Newcastle Entertainment Centre. Uh, yes, you did dream it. Newcastle. Oh, wait. Newcastle is the 29th. Anyway, we'll, we'll get back to the prize <laughs> yes! a bit later, guys. Tanya was right. Didn't dream it. So it's the 29th. You didn't dream it. I didn't dream it. There You're you right, are. Tanya, well done. The point you. is, they're smashing pumpkins when it is. I don't give a toss. But Brad from <laughs> Cessnock, are you there, buddy? I am. Thank you. Listen carefully, mate. We'll get away from the dates. Uh, to this. Uh, what, by the way, uh, will is it easy? Hard? It's a it's a it's a give me Brad. Uh, You'll know Brad. it. Here we go, mate. Oh, oh, you've set me up here. Well, listen carefully, mate. You two could win tickets to Smashing Pumpkins, and who knows when they're coming? <laughs> and <laughs> as soon as you know it, sing along because it's one of those. Mm-hmm. Ready? Here we go. Oh, got it! Oh, the piano man. Sometime in the next five years, you'll go and see the Smashing Pumpkins <laughs> at the Entertainment Centre, <laughs> mate. It is the 29th. I did not dream it. The day after my birthday. So oh, well, congratulations. What a bonus. <laughs> Friday night birthday, Pumpkin Saturday night. Good gear, mate. We need to New go beauty. to Steve, apparently. Well done, Brad. You've got tickets. Um, we'll go to Steve at Fennel Bay. doesn't want to solve it, but it's got something to say about the day. What's up, Steve? Yeah, good day, guys. How you going? Good Very well. Yeah, just, yeah, I'm a... Ticketek member and I had tickets to Smashing Pumpkins and I got an email two days ago confirming the date had been changed to the Saturday 29th. Right. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate there we go. that. See, I'm not crazy after all. No. But it's so weird. All no. It says the 29th Thank is you. Penrith online well, anyway. Mm. Penrith. No, don't worry. We'll trust right. you, Steve. You, Steve. So it is the 29th. You, you trust Steve? Yeah. What about well, trust and tea? How about no? <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's happening at the Newcastle Entertainment Centre. It's hard to trust someone that comes in hard and goes, well, did I dream that? <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it, you didn't have enough authority. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Had you come in and go, no, probably all that's what it is. <laughs> did I dream that? 
<laughs> That's where it kind of went off the rails. Away. Fair enough. A little bit. OneWorldEntertainment.com.au if you do want to go and get some tickets. My favourite part is about this break is uh, even when we'd confirmed the date, we still had to put Steve on the double confirm. <laughs> what is it with you? What am I working with? Does anyone else want to give us a call and let us know the date? Oh, could you? Yeah, please. <laughs> so this Monopoly beers plan, we've got the Newcastle one, right? Yeah, Hamish And now they're talking, talking about, about Hunter Valley one. Yep. Have they asked for us to submit ideas or is it after last time? Just shut up, we'll do it. No, they've, they have had a survey running okay. about what should be included in the Hunter Valley Valley edition of Monopoly. Yes. Um, and we want to see what you all think because mm. there's some big things that need to be considered, like the expensive properties of Mayfair and Park Lane. True. The blue ones. Mm. Um, what should they be as far as the Hunter Valley is concerned? We'd love to hear from you. One triple three five three. So Hunter Valley, is that what, what exact so area are they talking well, from? Well, it's that whole it's that valley yeah. area. Just from, the valley, like, yeah. From Cessnock. Um, right up through to Singleton. Perfect. So what are your suggestions for what could be on the Hunter Valley edition of Monopoly? One triple three five three is our phone number. I would like to change it up a little bit instead of going directly to jail. Remove jail. I find that negative. But that's well, not jails to, to give me. No, I know, but you go directly to Wallenby Town. Pub. Wallenby Tavern would have to be there. Yeah, and instead of jail, you go there. Oh, that I way you never that. feel a bit gloomy. <laughs> Um, just to but be... Maitland Jail, does that get in there as well, or would you go Cessnock Jail? Oh, well, Cessnock's a proper jail. Yeah. Maitland's a historic building nowadays with a cafe. Yeah. Well, let's so, go to that one then. Yeah, well, that's... a cafe. <laughs> <laughs> but just to remind you, for in the Newcastle edition, we've got Nobby's Beach, we've got Customs House. Hunter Valley Gardens are on the Newcastle edition, Ooh. and I would have thought they would have wanted that for the for the Hunter Valley edition. It's before we probably knew that one was coming. I know. Maybe. Surely they could have twice. No? Yeah. Okay. The Anzac Walk is there. Nikki, what do you reckon? Well, I'd have to be Hope Estate and Bim Badger for the concerts and the wine. I love yeah, that. Has to for be sure. Hope Estate have and Bim Badger. Don't have to be one for Park Lane or, yeah. or Mayfair. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll tell okay. you what, you're not going to have too many train stations, are you? You're not. Or maybe that could be your train stations, like one every side. The, vi- be, a the big, big vineyard. Oh, gosh, there's so many. Mm. How do you choose? <laughs> <laughs> I'd hate to be making a decision, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well done, Cessnock Council. Well, yeah. particularly on vineyards, you know, really. Exactly. There's a billion. But that would be, that would narrow down to the properties. Yeah. You know, you've got this property, that property, sure. whatever it is, expensive, high, low, or all of that. Craig, be there. Craig's at Patterson. What are your suggestions for a Hunter Valley edition of Monopoly, Craig? Uh, potholes. <laughs> would you suggest, Craig, that we, uh, if you're playing the Hunter Valley version, you don't pick the car? <laughs> Yeah, and instead of going to jail, you'd go to, like, bow repairs or something like that. You know? <laughs> Craig, I tell you what, we'll keep you on hold, mate. I think you're inventing a whole new game. Absolutely. Very clever. <laughs> oh, my God, Craig. While we've got you, what is the worst road in the valley right now? Um, any in the jungle, shy be, oh, I suppose, that's not counts, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. fair enough. Yeah, it would take all day to name it. It's awful. Thanks, Craig. Yeah, it's awful. There's some shockers, isn't there? Um, Joe's at Adamstown Heights. Hunter Valley edition of Monopoly. What should be on there, Joe? Hi. I've actually just moved uh, recently to the Hunter Valley. Mm -hmm. Um, I've actually moved 11 minutes, to be precise, from Peterson's Champagne and Chocolate House, and that is the best. There you go. Oh, my God. Are you 11 minutes from there? Uh, Not that I've timed it already. (laughs) You're just ballparking it, are you, Joe? Yeah, you know, when I'm on my way to first knock, I've gone, oh, right, better pop in and get another bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. There you go. I love that. They actually have to be there. What about the balloons? Mm-hmm. Balloons, the balloons have to be there. Is, yeah, true. Yeah. Yep. Jackie's from Western. She's got an idea. What do you got, Jack? Um, the knee stairs. <laughs> 
The what? The Neath Bears. Oh, the Neath Bears, yes. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to own them? Absolutely. Oh, I remember the Neath Bears. Yeah. Yeah. Na- naughty Bears, well, aren't they? They're a little risque. Mm. Yeah, they're well. not there anymore. No, they, someone cleaned them up, didn't they? They did. Oh. Well, hopefully I don't like them because they were all bedraggled and scary after yeah. it rained. Yeah. You know why they took them away, though, Jack? Because it was funny. Uh, yeah. And it's 2023. For those True. that don't know, the Neath Bears were in different positions with each other every yeah. couple of days. Along the along the um, opposite the Neath Hotel there. <laughs> Hello, Layla. What do you want to put on the Hunter Valley Monopoly board? Hunter School of the Performing Arts. Oh, beautiful. I don't think that's in Hunter Valley, Layla. <laughs> But it has got Hunter in it. Maybe we could sneak it in. Well <laughs> yeah. done. Yeah. Well done. Thank do you, you go there, do you, Layla? Yes, I do. Good girl. Good girl. Well done. Well, yeah. you are. Thanks, Layla. Thank Getting you. a plug for a school. <laughs> Where, is that Broadmeadow? Nope, that's in the Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think Newcastle Grammar was part of the Newcastle edition. Yeah. So you'd probably have to go with Hunter Valley Grammar. Would they have paid to get on the board? Well, I don't know. Did we, Jace? Yes, we did. Okay, we had triple so, M's on the so board too. No, we, mate, it was, it was very a lot expensive. Of money. Which oh, make, we paid a lot of money yeah. to get on the board. <laughs> makes, makes you feel good, doesn't it, that no one wanted us there. Uh, and we just barged our way in with cash. Not unlike grammar. Hey, Jace, can we, can triple M be in the Hunter Valley edition as well? No. no. <laughs> the See, to that. Because they realised everyone just put them in the cupboard. Oh. I should have been in the meeting. It's Triple M. Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. Hey, um, finally, the age-old question of what happens if you swallow instead of spit has oh, been answered. Lord, Tanya. <laughs> Daniel Wilkes. Chewing gum, Stephen. Oh. Oh, carry okay. On. Now, who? Oh, I went early. <laughs> you did go early. Hands up. Whose parents told them, "Don't swallow that; it'll block up your bum." <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I'll go back to it. Daniel Wilkes. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but it's true. Did, did you get told that? I did as a kid. Yeah. Always swallowing don't bubble be, gum. Don't chewing be gum. swallowing your bubble or chewing gum yeah. for sure. I, I was always that. so scared of it. Yeah. I never swallowed it once. Really? Because you were told it would block up your bum. <laughs> yes, and if okay, you Daniel. And if you passed wind, it, yes. a big bubble would come out your pants. What about if you farted? <laughs> That's it. Oh. A big bubble would come out your pants. I know. <laughs> you sound like my mum then. Pass did you wind. just pass wind, Steve? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, okay, so. So this is because right. a gastroenterologist, and they know all things about our digestive tract. Yes, they do. Um, Dr. Sarah. Millie has come out today and said, look, it eventually will pass through your system, let's hope, yeah. unless you're eating big, big, big gobs of chewing gum, mm-hmm. but it's not the ideal thing to swallow mm. because it's base, you know, it's, its main ingredient is gum base, mm-hmm. which is a rubber. Yeah. So you're effectively just swallowing <laughs> chunks of rubber. I can't believe the words that are going around in this conversation. But <laughs> nothing. But um, yes, uh, so I'm uh, I'm a big fan of uh, spitting. spitting it out. Yeah. And again, though, not on any medical advice, just mum. Yeah, exactly. It was just mum. Yeah. Don't yeah, spit makes it out. Sense. And then I pass it on to my kids as well. Yeah. I don't swallow that. No. Yeah. yeah, I never right. would swallow it. Always spit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, have, well, I'm glad we're all on the same page. But um, uh, <laughs> No block bums here. No block bums here. Did you ever put it underneath, like, if you ever felt in school, yes. like, underneath the desk? It was disgusting. Oh, my God. And you think you never about... never put it there. That's where I found mine. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, Ryan? free gums, man. Yeah. Exactly. If that was you, thank you, guys. And how hard did it turn <laughs> it underneath so your hard. desk? Again, it was like the little... words in this conversation. But, yeah, it's... um. 
It did, Kenya. It did. Yeah. I suddenly feel like I'm on an episode of Are You Being Served? <laughs> <laughs> and we're just throwing all these little lights. <laughs> but uh, okay, tomorrow, Tanya will be back with Will our Will we get square eyes if we sit too close to the TV? <laughs> it's Tanya and Steve. Thousand dollar bit that we're going to play it straight after this. Text the Trevor Long from EFTN.com. Hello, Trev. Hey, wait. Good morning. Now, you've got a couple of new phones to talk to us about, for starters. Yeah, one of them I mentioned a week or so ago from Oppo. It's a it's a foldable flip phone, so it's a normal smartphone that flips shut from top to bottom, exactly the same way that Samsung's one does. But they've announced the pricing for Australia, and it will come to Australia this coming month in mid March for fourteen hundred ninety nine dollars, which surprisingly is the exact same price as Samsung's. Wow. But I've got to tell you, I've been playing with it for a couple of days here in Barcelona, where they've announced this pricing, and it's beautiful. It is in so many ways, better than Samsung's offering. It feels like a next-generation Samsung phone as opposed to a competitor, and I think that Samsung's got some uh, some challenge on their hands. Okay. In what way, Trev? What are you noticing? Uh, look, simple things like on a foldable screen, you, you can feel the fold, yeah. whereas on this one, I, you don't feel it anywhere near as much. It folds properly shut instead of being like a wedge shape, and it's got this huge screen on the outside so that all the notifications are visible there. It's... Uh, yeah, it's a far better phone. Oh, okay. really is holding forward, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. When it comes to yeah, phones. Yeah, 100%. Yep. Um, and, what... But that's the thing, Steve. When, when you think about the future of foldable phones, yep. Apple's not there yet. True. So perhaps Oppo is the alternative. What about the Nokia one? Well, this is interesting. It's a $350 phone called the G22. It'll come to Australia in April. But it, it comes with the ability to buy a repair kit. So if you smash the screen, the battery's not going well after three or four years, you can just buy a kit that will teach you. It has all the tools, has everything you need it to, to fix it yourself. So rather than having to pay hundreds of dollars to get it fixed, you can extend the life of that phone. So it's already got a three-year warranty, which alone is outstanding, but you can extend that life by uh, fixing it yourself. So they're looking at that whole extending the life cycle of technology so we're not wasting stuff and, uh, and you know, getting the, the best out of them. So if you see someone with a phone with sticky tape and um, blue, blue tack, it's a Nokia. <laughs> you know, I tried to fix it and failed. <laughs> That's right, Trev. That's what happened to my house. Now, Telstra, um, they're a bit excited by ChatGPT, are they? Yeah, I had a chat with the CEO of Telstra, Vicky Brady, and I, I honestly didn't expect to talk to her about ChatGPT, but she brought it up, and she talked about how she sees it as enhancing the workforce rather than replacing it or anything like that. You know, a customer service agent at Telstra could use this artificial intelligence to look up and find the answers to problems rather than having to know all the answers themselves. So basically enhancing uh, people's roles as opposed to replacing them, and I think we might see some artificial intelligence come into the Telstra Call centres of the future. Oh, goody. I know. <laughs> hey, before you go, Trev, it's around the news today. Uh, got to watch out for the scams. Lots of people trying to get on Facebook Marketplace these days to get some cash with the mortgage rates and things. Pay ID, it's a bit dangerous. Look, it can it can be, but honestly, if you if you're very careful about who you're giving it to, mm -hmm. then you'll be okay. Honestly, I'm not a massive fan of your marketplace country style um, buying and selling in those circumstances. Yeah, meet somewhere public and use cash. Yeah, yeah I, agree. Yeah. I, I agree. That's how I thought it rolled. I'd never pay online for yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Unless you want no, to sort of like no. secure the payment. Well, unless you stand Go over Go full them. old school. Yeah, stand yeah. over them and make sure the money's in your account. And yeah. Hand the goods. But yeah, Trevor's I'll get right. Steve to stand over them, actually. They'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, mate, don't <laughs> worry about that. Cash right. up, mate. Cash Thanks, up. Thanks, Trevi. Have a great week.
Cheers, guys. There's Trevor Long from EFTM.com, everything for the man. Check out Trevor's website. He uh, talks about all things technology on that website. This is Tanya Receiver, Triple M. JR's Spin on Sport. We're going to hear that next, thanks to All Steel Sheds. Morning, guys. Great Hello. to be back. Hello, good mate. to have you back. After a week off, I do have to apologise. My sporting timeline is completely out of whack. All right. It's the final day of summer today, but incredibly, there's still over a month of cricket to go, wow. both here in Newcastle and on our TV screen. Still two weeks till finals even start here. Mm-hmm. While the footy is starting two or three weeks earlier than usual now, there's 17 teams in the NRL, you've got the bizarre situation where the Knights fly to New Zealand today... So they're in transit for game one of the season before the end of summer, which I don't think has ever happened Mm. before. Mm. used to be easy. You had footy season and cricket season. Now they overlap. The Footy World Cup went well into cricket season last year, finished Mm. the end of November. The Cricket World Cup finished yesterday, the same week as the start of the NRL. I know you guys were at the night season launch last week, but have you got your head around the fact that it's summer still and the footy starts in two days' time? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready for it, actually. Yeah, same. Mm. Ready. It's that adjustment, though, Mm. of them still overlapping. And Mm. the other thing being the last day of summer, I know it's one of the last days to get registrations in for winter sport here Mm. in Newcastle, which may not kick off till the end of April, but if you or your kids want to play, I know some soccer clubs have set a February 28 deadline right. for registrations. Not sure about all the footy codes, but the end of February, some of them put as a hard date. If you're not in by today, yep. you're not playing. So you need to get moving if you want to get signed up for 2023. The year is flying. Yeah, it is, isn't it? And it's cricket season and it's footy season and it's all out of whack. Mm-hmm. So I'll be better tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I need it, a day it to seems, settle back it seems in. Like uncomfortable today, doesn't you it? You do. It'll be all right, mate. You'll be back on board tomorrow. Yes. So. In the sporting world. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's keeping track of it all. It seems like it's all meshing together <laughs> yes. as every year goes on. Okay. A question without notice. Were we keeping Dom Young for this year? Well, we should. Yeah. I think we should. Under lock and key. I think he's just such a great winger. Yeah. Now the Roosters can wait for one. Oh, yeah, one, don't right. they? they get stuff. Didn't they <laughs> sign five or six players over the last week anyway? I hope yeah. they choke on their lattes. <laughs> this is a tenure and seed. We're here today thanks to McDonald Jones Homes. We are 60000 bucks off at the moment. They're doing a little massive uh, dream deal for you at McDonald Jones Homes. Only limited time, though. Mm, it applies to all of their wonderful designs. So you can jump in on their website or call in and have a look at one of their display homes and ask about the free quote and complimentary site inspection, which will get you started. McDonaldJonesHomes.com.au. Check them out for yourself. Jesus, it's a dangerous world we live in now, isn't it, mate? It certainly is. It is a dangerous world. Mm. <laughs> a couple ended up in uh, uh, Adelaide's Magistrates Court yesterday um, <laughs> after, well, there's a few stories floating around, but look, the truth is they were in a car together on yeah. Sunday afternoon. Um, they were travelling <laughs> down a highway. Something happened in the car and um, and then... Well, <laughs> he ended up outside of the car. Yes, mm. she asked him to evacuate the car, depart mm. the car. Yeah, mm. and then um, and then other things happened. He was nearly run over. Yes, yeah. But why was he asked to evacuate the car? This is. Why. I asked for a chip out of a uh, half chicken and chips salad pack she had. I thought she was finished. Yeah, I, I shouldn't have asked for the chip. <laughs> Can we hear that one more time? Yeah, this is why she ran him over. I asked for a chip out of a uh, half chicken and chips salad pack she had. 
I thought she was finished. Yeah, I'm, I shouldn't have asked for the chip. Shouldn't have asked for the chip. It's you not about running over tea. It's about when he steals the chip, hitting reverse to make sure. <laughs> well, look, you've got to be I very careful about that. what we say allegedly. about this. Um, there's a lot of alleged being thrown around as to why she actually um, allegedly... Allegedly, yeah. Um, that was his suggestion. ...accidentally run him over. Accidentally. Yeah, yes. but um, he Whoops. claims it's because he stupidly uh, asked to have her chip. Yeah, he, he thought she was finished with so, her. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. 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 It he was her half chicken chip. So, he yeah. should have known better. Well, he should have definitely known better. <laughs> Salted just how she liked it. <laughs> Given the, the demeanour in his commentary then, it... It sort of says to me that um, he's experienced her love of her chips in the past. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. you could go love of chips or violent behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you went love of chips. Painted her a little softer, allegedly. Um, I'll just throw that in anywhere. <laughs> but, it, you know, look, I, I've, I've been in a situation where I've wanted to run someone over to for requesting something from me. Oh, really? What, yeah. what happened? Well, you know that me and chocolate should never be departed. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd run someone over if they ate my last little Freddo frog. <laughs> Might want to rethink what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> On the radio. <laughs> no, well, I wouldn't actually run them over. I know, you'd want to. It gets, you, it gets to that angry. use that analogy, yeah. I'm with you. Um, mine would be, and I'm in the car on this one, and everyone who's been with me knows this one. You beat my horn. Get out, and I will run you over. Oh, well, I'm sorry, Steve. And I, I will hit reverse. I have, I have been known to lean over and, and beep, there which would, is wrong, I There know. would be a screech of the brakes and a push out, <laughs> and I'd go, just stand there, and I'd reverse back. You don't touch another man's steering wheel, tell you. You should know that. You should do it. I can understand that, It's illegal for me to disconnect it, so I can't, but I would if I could. We'd love to throw it out there, though. One triple three five three. that's our phone number. What would you run someone over for? There you go. <laughs> are, we, are we just in the car, are we? Is it only in the car? Well, running people over in uh, anything else is... Yeah, you know, like I if mean, they've done it, then you just got to like yeah. track them down and then run them over, yeah. if you know what I mean. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's behaviour that annoys you in the car. Basically. Oh, no. No, it can oh. be anywhere. Just any sort of behaviour. Any sort of behaviour at all. That would force you to right. drive your car around to their place and run them over. It just so happened to me that I was in the car. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I don't know whether we should be encouraging that behaviour. See, for me, it's when uh, I go to get the last ice cube out of the tray and Lucy, my wife, hasn't filled up the ice thing. Okay. Okay. Sometimes I just want to run her over with a car. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Allegedly. See, See, I'm I'm kind of more the antagonist. Mm. I really am. With you talking about ice cubes, I leave the lids off things. So more often oh. than not, over the years, poor Mike's picked up a sauce bottle or a, the milk, and it's gone everywhere. Yeah, because I haven't put the lid on. So yeah. he probably wants to run me over. I reckon more than I'd ever want to run him over. Going on both of your theories, my son BJ's been run over nineteen times <laughs> in the last month. Right? I'd literally just say, "Just wait outside. I'll get, it, I'll get the keys." Because yeah, the ice, the everything you're oh, talking yeah. about there. What about you, Kim? Uh, definitely chocolate. Uh, yeah. But not just the last piece, any piece. Oh. <laughs> okay. Everyone at work everyone at work knows you do not touch my chocolate. Right. right. See, a bit like you too. Yeah, you're a bit like the woman in the story. Um, Kim, <laughs> how, how do they know not to touch your chocolate? What kind of reactions oh, have been, they had? Well, they've been told. Right. And some of the reactions are I just put my hand up. And they know, they know, ah. they know if Kim, if Kim puts her hand up, yeah. you don't go there. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what a tyrant. 
Here you go, Serena. We've all got a bit of killer instinct in us, haven't we? Hello, Gavin at Waratah. What is yours, mate? Uh, I really dislike the people who push the button as a set of lights across the road and then cross before it goes green, making me stop at a red light for no reason, I no will, reason at all. I will wear a bib with a target on it for you, Gav, because I am that person. But the good, <laughs> the good thing is, both for Tanya and Gav, it's handy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I would run the red light to hit them, Mike. There you go. So what do you do? I'm exactly what Gavin says. You push the button, but then you walk. Well, I push it when there's lots of traffic, yeah. and then the traffic goes, so I can't be bothered waiting, so then I walk across. Yeah. Yep. And then by the time you're across, the traffic lights have stopped and then people have to stop yeah. in their cars. And then they're, they're stopping for nobody. Well, I'm telling you now, all we'd see is a pair of tennis shoes underneath Gav's car. Yes, we would. <laughs> Blonde here, one side, tennis shoes the other. Hello, Jennifer at Belmont North. Hi, how you going? Yeah, good, Jen. So, so I, um, I told my hubby once um, that I would um, douse him in petrol and set him alight. Um, Why, because, because it was Mother's Day, and um, and he invited people over for dinner, and I had to cook for them. Ah, <laughs> and it pissed, and it pissed me off. Mm. So, mm. so I told him, you know, like I douse you in petrol and beat your life <laughs> if ever you do that to me again. It's Jennifer, that's uh, that certainly is a uh, pretty heavy homicidal tendency uh, to set. You. Set your husband on fire. But the question is, Jen, has he ever done it again? No, he hasn't. Well, it works. Well, there you are. Have you thought of bringing out a book? (laughs) Jennifer, things to do to your husband if he annoys you. Oh, my God. We need to scale it, don't we, Jen? Into the story. I love it. It'll Don't actually, get on Jen's bad side. Yeah. Can you imagine? Douse you in petrol and set you alive. And just listen to oh Jen's voice. Right? She's the one that waits until they're at the petrol station. <laughs> hey, come here for a minute. And then she just squirts the gun. <laughs> it's Tanya and Steve. Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. need to stop down here and do a little bit of a community service. Oh, okay. Okay? Mm, sure. You know that I um, involved in this neighbourhood app called Neighbour? Yeah. Remember you have I've told, told me about, about it? it? Yeah. 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 Well, I haven't raced to get it, no. but uh, so, you have told me about it. Well, for those that don't know, Neighbour, yep. you can just download the app and it's a, it's a neighbourhood networking app. Mm. So when I first downloaded it, I just thought it would be people around my streets. But yep. it's other suburbs around Newcastle. Which is great. You could be nosy way beyond where you live. Exactly. But it's one of those where you can give help, get help. You yeah. can find information. People mm-hmm. post all sorts of things. Um, and it's just about deeper connections with your own neighbourhood. Right. But I need to call out a particular gentleman mm-hmm. and tell him to stop doing what he's doing. Oh, what's going on? <laughs> what's happened? Michael from Ties Hill. He started posting on Saturday, yeah. and I saw it come through, and I had a bit of a giggle thinking, oh, he's just having a laugh. Yeah. But he kept going. His first post was, um, looking for mature ladies will give you a good time. There you are. <laughs> go, go, Michael. Michael from Dyson. No, yeah, but it's not think, that kind of app. Yeah, Michael's a businessman. <laughs> so he put it out there, and a few people were like, mate, I can't even tell you what they're telling him to Was do. Was there anyone that went how much? No. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Um, but then Michael persisted, mm. and he kept getting a little bit 
bluer oh. as, as the day went on on oh. Saturday. How many, you know how you have monitors and things yeah. like that? Is there a few people that monitor this sort of thing? I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure. Apart from you? <laughs> Keep an eye on it. No, but there were other neighbours jumping on there, yes. particularly Jen. I'll give you a shout out, Jen, because you were, you were straight to the point mm. and told him exactly what he needed to do with himself. What do you need to do? And then get off the app. Right. Um, and even made suggestions as to what other apps there were available for that kind of oh, behaviour. That's good. You're putting him in the right direction. That's Absolutely. nice to do. Yeah. So, so, Michael, you just need to read the fine print mm. about what kind of place and space that you're in yeah. before you go offering up your services to, in inverted commas, mature ladies. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm starting up a new gigolo business. What should I do? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, my best thing to do is work around your local neighbourhood first <laughs> and then uh, you know, spread your wings. And he found out there's not only a neighbourhood, it spreads his wings. It does. A businessman. Yeah. Well, you think? Uh, he's obviously a bit of a gigolo. <laughs> because what the, what was it? Mature ladies? Mature ladies only. So I'm only. assuming Michael is... So he knows my, his target market. He does. He's a businessman, yeah, I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. <laughs> he knows his target yeah. market. He's offering a good time. Yeah, he yeah. is. Might I, be just taking him to the pub tea. <laughs> it's your presumption. Well, I clicked on his profile. Oh, okay. Purely for research purposes, I might add. Oh, yeah. Um, and you might want to put some pants on in your profile photo, Michael. Oh, well, he's, really? He's got some undies on. or <laughs> Anything. Just well, anything. Even it, a fig leaf. Is this a oh, you know, or tea leaf? <laughs> <laughs> is this a bad time to ask you if you slid into his DMs? <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I promise you. Oh my well, god! Well, you know, you, you know his name, Michael, and you know, you know the size of his appendage. I mean, it's like you two are a couple. <laughs> so anyway, has he gone away? Well, he hasn't gone away. But um, someone, a moderator, has <laughs> obviously in. come in somewhere and a few of his posts have been deleted. But he's still trying. I love the fact that Game Kid up, got up and he's still cracking a crack. Absolutely. Yeah. Good on you, Michael. A, a successful businessman. Because <laughs> they all tell you persistence, don't they? Absolutely. Oh, has he changed his target market, though? No. What about, like, okay, how about even extra older women? <laughs> Tanya and Steve's. On the line. What you saying, mate? I'm seeing the fact that um, come autumn, which is tomorrow, by the way, yeah. last day of summer, they're telling us already that we're going to be in for lower than average temperatures. Lower? Yeah. So we're in for a bit of a chilly autumn. Now, we do have a bit of a heat wave at the end of this week, but mm-hmm. then autumn's supposed to be a bit cooler than what we've been used to over the last few years. Well, as you mentioned earlier, and you have mentioned to us off air nearly over 15 minutes, it's your birthday coming up soon. March 10. And March 10, everybody. Mm. Uh, we call it we call it Tanny Fest. But, um, <laughs> and you were saying how it was always cool. Yeah. Maybe it's flipping back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh don't get me started again. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. We started the show banging on about climate change. Yeah. yeah it's like, <laughs> now you're doing it again. I'm sorry. That, yeah, okay. Well, what was it then, Tanya? But that's, <laughs> but that's just literally just popped. Okay. So, so a bit cooler. Yeah, Are we still cooler. in a La Nina? I know that we were, then we weren't. Is it back to La Nina now? I don't, don't know. know. Rising. The, the thing is, I know that, mate, in the, in the three weeks of summer that we've actually really had. Yeah, yeah. I know. Right? The last few yeah. weeks. My yeah. air conditioner broke down, so I'm glad to see the back of it. <laughs> now, not an official on this, just curious because, uh, you know, I get sent all those fact things all the time, but this one uh, I tried to fact check and it said it's right, but you guys might know more than me, but it's about vegetarians in general or, or right, and right. it says... Oh, I'm married to one, so I know I'm, I'm an authority on the subject. Right. 60% of a cow is used for the food. The 40%, right, that's used for antifreeze, insulin, blood thinners, toothpaste, lipstick, jet fuel. I'm thinking that's the entire thing. And right, his wife who's a vegetarian yeah. used just to go to Japan or uh, Switzerland. 
Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. There's more and more products. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good point. When it comes to beauty Animal products. Animal stuff. Yes. No, 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 I'm, I'm actually asking the question legit yes. because I don't know. I know. It just popped up in front and I looked at it and thought, I, look, I do know they're legit. Jet fuels and things like that. Yeah, yeah. But that's where I wonder the headset. Maybe yeah. it's ignorance is bliss. Don't kind of think about that sort of stuff. Okay. As opposed uh, to ingesting the... And I will say this, though. As far as beauty products and makeup is concerned... Well, can you find on the label that yes, it... Yes, you can. There you so are. So it never used to be there, but yeah. now there's more and more products. Um, vegan. Oh, okay, yep. Vegan friendly. Well, that's what I mean. And even my handbag. See this handbag yeah. I've been carrying around for about six months now. Mm-hmm. It's a vegan handbag. Right. So everything yep. in this bag, um, because often you'll go, oh, well, if it's synthetic, it mustn't be animal well, product. Yes. But that's not necessarily true okay. because there could be other animal products in the lining or in the zippers or whatever it is, mm. whereas this is a full-on vegan handbag. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And do they advertise it, like market it as vegan handbag? It like, was. It was. Yep. And marketed that way. So, Yeah. And for for me, it actually wasn't about being vegan. No, no, no. It was, it was twenty bucks. Yeah, I was. I was about, I was about to say, I, I wasn't even going to press you on it. I was just going to leave the float with. Yeah. Well done, Tanya. Yeah, the people out there, uh, but a bit cheap, wasn't it? But anyway, twenty bucks. That's nice and look, bag. it's done me. But so I'm always well. curious. Six, I really am because I, you know, and I've got nothing against vegan. I don't care how you live your life, sure. no. but I'm always curious about the thought process behind yeah. it. Don't chop that tree down. Well, what that wooden chair sitting in? What are you going to do about that? Yeah. You know, all of that gear. I just wonder we get a bit lost in the. Yeah. The whole bit of it? Yeah. But I mean, if you don't want to have any product that involves killing an animal, you've got to research, haven't you? Oh, you, yeah. you've got to be, yeah, very switched on with what you use and, and yeah, mm. definitely. Oh, you're running out uh, downstairs to, when you're on a flight going, excuse me, what's in that jet fuel? Yeah. You don't, do you? <laughs> no. It seems like a big hassle to be one of those people. A vegan, can you imagine a vegan? <laughs> How do you live like that calling in the chef every time you go to a restaurant? <laughs> and it's expensive too. Mm-hmm. Not the bags aren't, mate. No, the bags <laughs> Bargain. Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. I've got a bit of a confession for you. Okay. I feel yesterday and last night I brought shame upon the show. Mm, what now? Uh, it, I think you, what is it called? Fashion faux pas? Is mm-hmm. that what they're called? Yeah. Okay, now I'm wearing the same shirt. We do our neighbour dinners, right? If Monday, it's like a neighbour catch up. We have some dinners and things. Sure. And we go down, right? We go out. And, uh, I admit, this is the shirt I wore last night, mm-hmm. right? Because hashtag single dad picked up the floor and wore it into work. Oh, but there was a reason. Like, didn't get lucky last night? Or uh, well, <laughs> on Australian? Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> well, why? Same shirt. Sorry, okay. Because I don't agree. Single man. Okay. That's right. Yes, I see where you're going. Yeah, you mean yeah. I went somewhere else? That's what I thought, yeah. Yeah, no. No, I went, no, no um, all the neighbours are taken, mate. It's okay. okay. <laughs> but, Just checking. Uh, so, well, I'm wearing this shirt, right, but this is something I didn't know. Mm. Um, occasionally, uh, the holes get a bit big in the buttonholes. Yeah. Okay. Now, you know more than anyone. This is why I'm telling you this story, how I feel, you know. About your naked person. I, I cover everything, right? Oh, he does. Okay. So you see now where the buttons are sitting on a shirt. I've got a button-up long sleeve shirt, everyone. Yep. The buttons are sitting. That's where how I wear a shirt, right? Yeah. So you just, okay. Well, what I didn't realise is I sat down and I'm going to the bars to and fro. Um, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going, and, and after a while I'm realising it doesn't matter, guys or girls who I was chatting, even if I've got drinks, I'm chatting. They were just not giving me eye contact as much oh, as looking no. down. Yeah. And I'd realised, and I'm not exaggerating, right, it had got to, right? Oh, no. This is He's how, unbuttoning a few buttons. This is how, apparently, for at least an hour until my friends and neighbours actually said, yes, Steve, you might want to do those top <laughs> buttons up, I walked around. Well, you can't take no. 
see a hairy chest on display. Oh yeah, this is this is uh, this is Steve, the new Steve, no. single Steve. But the thing is. They actually thought I'd tell I wanted to wear it. <laughs> well, that's fashion these days, Steve. Like, people are wearing the button-ups. Not in like, my only, world, it's not mine. Oh, my God, not undone no navel. Oh, absolutely. It was at the belt buckle. And oh, I thought, oh, Steve. And brought shame upon the show. Oh, wow. Because, shame, yeah. Shame, shame, shame. Everywhere I walked, that's all that people could hear in their heads. <laughs> Here he comes again, everyone. Are you going to tell him? No, you tell him. But does he want to wear his shirt like that? I don't know. Why would he wear a shirt like that? And it's because the whole... Look, it's, 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 oh, that just fell out there. Oh, no. I can see your belly. I know. <laughs> and you know the difference is because you never mm. put that part of your body on display. It's pale, isn't it? It's blindingly white. Anyone oh, there that didn't have sunglasses on? I know. They'd be like, oh, wow. Steve. <laughs> Compared to your neck area, yeah. which is very tan. But then I had to go home after all of that, oh, after no. my neighbours finally said, mate, um, you might want to have a look there. <laughs> and all, actually, they started yelling, get us another beer, Barry Gibb. <laughs> Uh, but then, then uh, I went home thinking of the people that weren't there that I could go up and say it was a it was a <laughs> yeah. button thing. They'd already left. And Dave, if you're listening, I wasn't trying to get onto you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not my new look. The most popular entertainment. We're here to be entertained. That's entertainment. Okay, well, only only a, an hour or so ago, this happened in Hollywood on the Walk of Fame. Ladies and gentlemen, we proudly welcome to the Hollywood Walk of Fame, Courtney Cox! Yeah. Yeah, so Courtney Cox from Friends became the 2,750th star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, wow. There's so many. Well, you know, and the, you know, they're getting to the point where it's like, I'm off Hollywood Walk of I Fame. I know, I know. You've got you to walk kilometres to see everybody now. You do. True, true. Um, but Jennifer Aniston and Lisa Kudrow were there. They said some beautiful words about Courtney. Fine. And what was sweet is we got a bit of an insight. It'll roll around today probably on the news tonight, but what was sweet was they said that when they started working together on Friends, Courtney was the one that actually said, guys, if we're going to make it in this business, if mm. our show is going to be successful, we need to love and support each other every single day. Yeah. And they said she kind of, she instilled that, that DNA into the show with the boys as well. Hence the reason, as a full cast went in for the pay rises. 100%. Yeah. They backed each other. They they stayed together. Yep. No one got paid more than the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why they're still very close friends today. And you see that even in that reunion that I know got a bit of a panning. But you can see it. Yeah. And They're still they, friends and yeah, still yeah, loyal sure. to each other almost. Yeah. Mm. That um that Hollywood Walk of Fame though, nineteen sixty one, they came up with the idea Was at it? Grauman's yeah, Chinese yeah. theatre to start it there. And they they actually when it started, they they hurry up and they put out sixteen hundred stars. Right. So we've only added really a thousand yes. since it with since its first inception and that's fifty years now, oh, over fifty years. Mention that daily. Sixty years actually. You've done something and they have to take it out. <laughs> well, oh, well I'm I sure know. That few, of course yeah. it would. Yeah. yeah. Or worse. Worse. Oh yeah, no one remembers them. <laughs> well yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, yeah. really, do you think we should have one for MacGyver? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that does happen, doesn't it? Yeah, well, Take out, you're right. In, I hadn't actually like, thought of that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they'd have to jack up. 
Guess what? I'm just looking at it, Googling it. No No star star has ever been removed. No star has ever, ever been removed. So I don't have to delete that one of me next to Bill Cosby. (laughs) And it says the stars once installed are all considered part of the historic fabric of the walk. There you go. So no matter what happens. Regardless of what they may or may not do. Yeah, exactly. It's interesting, interesting. isn't it? Yeah. Mm. They haven't become part of the cancel culture. No. I know we've all been there because we did our show from there. Do you remember the one that you actually looked for and wanted (laughs) to take a photo with? I'm laughing because I remember seeing Jackie Chan and I was just like, Jackie Chan, there he is. Yeah. I don't know why, I just like yeah. my head, Jackie Chan. I put my hand and it kind of matched, obviously, into the concrete one, but Robin Williams. Robin Williams. So Robin Williams so was beautiful. mine. And there was a little moment there, and I know it's it, but yeah, a little moment where I knew he stood here. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing? Yeah. What are you? Yeah, no, nah, I can't remember. Nah, good <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad That's you brought that up. You That's why she brings it up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, Tan's got a cracker. Nah. <laughs> no. No idea. Well, I didn't know you had one. I would have had a funnier one. It's <laughs> <laughs> 836. Hello. Name's Bruce. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Bruce. Bruce the Shark. Uh, look, tonight at Newcastle City Council meeting, Councillor uh, Charlotte McCabe's, I believe, already lodged a motion um, that yet she'd like to see. Not just Charlotte, lots of us would like to see the shark, shark nets being removed permanently mm. from the beaches around Newcastle. It's always about the collateral damage. It is. And I'm still not convinced they work. Well, that's it. That's why, obviously, Charlotte wants to do it. Let's find out. G'day, Charlotte. Hi there. How are you going? Very well. Always been, you know, if you don't know Charlotte, past professional fisherman for 20 years. I've watched how sharks operate. I've seen how they operate. I don't think, you oh. know, they, they, they go into a net. They'll, they'll find a way around because they're not. The, the nets don't go for a long distance, yeah. you know, and then you've got turtles getting there, dolphins in yeah. there, and other sea life well, for collateral damage. You've got the statistics. Yeah. So what is that collateral damage? Yeah, that's right. So specifically for the six nets that we have at our Newcastle patrolled beaches, it's between 80 and 90% of what's been caught in these nets is bycatch. So it's not the target yeah. sharks that yeah. they're actually trying to get. Uh, what so okay, what sort of bycatch problem. so people can get a handle on what is getting trapped in these nets? Yeah, well, some of these marine species are threatened and endangered species, so obviously that's a really big problem because we're supposed to be doing everything we can to look after those species. It's things like turtles, whales, uh, rays, and even whales get caught in these things when they're coming down the coast with their babies. Mm. We we keep the nets in the water at that time, and they have there's records of baby calves getting either caught in the nets oh. or whale strikes, so big holes in the nets where they can tell that's happened from a whale. So, yeah, there's all kinds of very innocent, lovely marine life out there that are just getting caught up in these things, and I just I don't think they keep people safe from sharks at all because, as you said, they're only 150 metres long mm. at every beach. Mm. So it's, yeah, it's very easy for sharks to swim around these things, and they do. Of course and, it is. And, and, and really get your head on that 150 metres Think about that. Yeah, well, this is the picture that we want to paint. So we've got six of these nets off Newcastle, Nobby's, Bar, Dixon Park, Merriweather, etc. As you say, 150 metres long. They're 500 metres offshore. See, I'm picturing like a netball um, caught net Mm. in that, yeah, there's room over top. There's room room underneath. So how Mm. wide are they from top to bottom if they're 150 metres long? They're six metres tall, and they are weighted along the bottom, but as soon as you get a really high tide, mm. from what I understand, they can lift up, and as soon as something gets tangled up in it, it just rolls up, and oh. I imagine that probably also would attract sharks if there's a, something in there that's distressed. That's cool. my that immediate thought. Sharks to them, and then they can swim straight under it. Particularly, so, yeah, um, just, 
on, on curling a net up and depending, and there are weights, but a, a dolphin, can you imagine the strength of a dolphin yeah. trying to get out of a net? Yeah. It kind uh. of brings it in and brushes yeah. up and then it's useless. Yeah, and I'm with mm. you, Charlotte. I, I just believe they, they're there to give us this full sense of, you know, the, it's almost like a PR thing. Yeah, um, look at us, we've got netted beaches, come on in, the beach is safe. It's just mm. stupid. Uh. We started putting them in in the 1930s, mm. and that really, you know, speaks volumes. That's the kind of technology that we had in the 1930s. Now we've obviously got all this other really amazing, great technology for keeping us safe from sharks, and we have started to use those here, but we're holding on to the, the shark nets, even though in 2021 Council and the community both asked the state government, please take them out. We want to use these modern techniques instead. Yeah. yeah. And they've completely ignored us. So that's why I really wanted to do it again tonight. That that survey has just been conducted again. And this is about asking support from the elected councillors for our council to again ask for the shark nets to be taken out but and the stats, modern technologies. If yeah. the stats are there, Charlotte, they're probably not working. Is it a cost thing that's preventing the new equipment? No, it would actually be much more cost-effective if we switched over okay. to these modern go. technologies. Yeah, Weird, isn't it? It is strange. Oh. So you're talking about drones or more drum lines? Yes, yeah, so the drone surveillance I think is a great idea. We're only using that at Nobbies at the moment, but obviously they can see top-down what's in the water. And I think as well that will be really good for helping people that are distressed in the water and need, need help from surf lifesavers. Yep. Then the smart drum line, so it's a, a baited hook. When the shark bites onto it, the buoy that's floating at the top of the hook uh, triggers an alert. Someone comes out, collects that shark, tags it with a sensor and releases the shark far out to sea. Right. And any time that shark comes near any beach in New South Wales, it's picked up by a shark listening station. And we have one of those in Newcastle. Okay. And I think that's a great technique as well yeah. so see i'm good for that one. too because one thing to say take things down but it's good that you've got another option yeah so many people go get rid of it and yeah. then what but yeah. you've got yeah. another option yeah that's exactly the thing. All that's right, right. Hmm. well yeah. um thank you for that really appreciate your time and good luck with it great thank you all right there's charlotte mccabe ward two councillor you know when the nets first came out in the 1930s it was to keep foreigners out too <laughs> <laughs> what in the 1930s the nets were put there to keep foreigners out now it's sharks. Okay. They're equally as useless. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that, yeah 1930s. Come yeah, on. Yeah, I know. That, uh, yeah, I that's know. the whole point of the foreign thing. That's how antiquated the whole thing yeah. is. I mean, surely it has to happen. Yeah. Well, I know. Yeah, they no, just don't They just don't work. It's a no-brainer. They just don't work. No. Yeah. It's good. And we have the um, the drones. Yeah, yeah. The drones are perfect. Yeah. We'll be able to see you getting eaten by the shark. Yeah. This weekend, rides, show bags, fun. Yeah. Tickets online for the Greater Bank Newcastle Show. 102.9 Triple M. Right where the show to get them at. You sounded like you were in reverse. Yeah. You were going so slow then. <laughs> weird. Anyway. Just so- a reminder too. Hey. How good's the weather for the show this weekend? It's going to be gorgeous. We laugh, it always rains. It does. It's good weather. Yeah, and all this week we're giving you the chance to pick up show tickets and show bags. Mm, nice stuff. Family in. passes. Yeah. Hello, Amber and Amber Bain. You're going. Hello. Yay, thank you. You are welcome, Amber. Who are you taking? I'm going to take my three kids and my partner. We haven't been for a few years, so it's going to be a great day out. <gasps> well, nice. everybody gets a show bag, so well done you. The kids oh, are going to love awesome. it. Yeah. They will. Thank you so much. You're I'm, welcome. I'm literally just going through the show bags on the phone now. Oh, <laughs> I love too. show bags. I just love them. <laughs> They're so good. Amber, what <laughs> rides do you think the kids will love? Uh, the bumper cars, yeah. the cups, all yeah. stuff like that. Nice. They'll 
the old good ones, yeah. And it gives you an insight into their future driving skills. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Enjoy, Amber. Thank you. Thank you. Good on you, Amber. Hold the line. We'll get all your details. We'll go to, we've got some more to give away. Yeah. Jasmine's a curry curry. G'day, Jazz. Hi, how are you? Very well. You're going to the show, mate, and with show bags. Oh, that's great. Thank you. You've made my son so happy. Oh, good. <laughs> how old is he, Jazz? He's four. Oh, you're going to have a lovely time. That, I mean, that is just a Perfect. crack age, isn't it? Yeah. And <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> mm, yeah. He's, he's going to have to choose four show bags. How cool is that? <gasps> oh, my God. I know. Wow. Wow. That's why I'm That's on the amazing. website looking. I don't know what to pick. <laughs> oh, wow. Enjoy. You made my day. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And the birdie beetle apparently still alive oh, and well. Oh, yay. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter's at Raymond Terrace. G'day, Pete. Yeah, how's it going? Going along with the show, Pete, with some bags. <laughs> show bags, yep. You sound like a show goer from way back, Peter. What are you looking forward to most? Uh, definitely the show bags, but um, taking my eight-year-old son since I've sort of missed Aww. it every other time. That's awesome. So, yeah, well, that perfect. will be beautiful. Enjoy. Yeah. No, thank you so much, Dan. I'm really, really going to enjoy it. Good, Good on you, Peter. Now. We've got a stack more tickets to give away Yay. to the Newcastle show all throughout the week as Yay. well. Do we do we all still get the show holiday Friday off work? Do we, do oh we have to go on God. Friday? No, only people uh, only people with S in their name. <laughs> do you remember that period of time? And it was probably about, I don't know, eight years ago that um, they were still kind of half doing the yes. Newcastle show, mm-hmm. but then people in Lake Macquarie, they couldn't have the show holiday. Oh. It was crazy. It, it was our version of uh, the Confederate War, to be honest yeah. with you. Divide yeah, oh, sure. and I remember Rosie cracking it because he was like, but I work in Newcastle, yeah. so... Yeah. Live in Lake Macquarie, uh, work Macquarie. in Newcastle. Yeah. You should have yeah. your workers' rights, mate. <laughs> You're probably holiday. We'd mind that when we said we'll see you tomorrow at 6. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't last long. No, it didn't. Uh, so uh, is it a public holiday? Nah. No. No, that's, uh, that's nah. right. Okay. But it used to be. At school, did we used to have the day off to go to the show? No, no the we kids didn't. kids would go to the show. As part of like an excursion kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah. right. Yeah, no good asking me. I'd just go anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway. Okay, so that's gone now, is it? It is, yes. Was it after that debate? Yeah. Do you know, maybe council, they will correct me if I'm wrong, but I... Do council people still get the day off or a half day? They bloody better oh, not, mate. Jay Bay, Jeremy Bath. <laughs> yeah. They better not, Junior Wilkes. <laughs> no, no, no. I could be making that up, but I know someone was still hanging on with their fingernails to having some time off for the Newcastle show. <laughs> okay. I can't remember which group of people it was. <laughs> Radio announcers. <laughs> we'll investigate <Not> <laughs> Exactly. So-